we're doing this. Okay. Wrestle, 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 wrestle. <laughs> this is Omo. sapiens thank you for joining us this is omo hello hi i've got jerry lynn with me hello jerry hi rosie it's good to be here how are you i'm swell just swell just a reminder this is omo we are the romance and reality of violin making and we named ourselves after omo bono who uh tell, tell me a little bit about omo bono jerry well, uh, in terms of, of, of the violin world, Omobono, Omobono Stradivari was one of Stradivari's sons. And um, throughout, I'll say recent history, it's kind of been used as a slang for somebody who's screwed up. Mm-hmm. So um, what we've determined is that, you know, someone like him, who is as good as he was, when you look at his body of work, can be considered a screw up, then, hey, how, mm-hmm. how do the rest of us measure up? Yes. Yes. Okay. And also patron saint of Cremona, mm-hmm. Saint Omobono, which I like to roll him in as well. I think he's pretty special. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry, what's on your bench right now? And how much is it messing with your head? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> well, I- I've got a lot of things. Probably the thing that I need to get out the door right now is a project that uh, came to me from a, a a pro player from a major Midwestern uh, city that uh, the projection on the instrument had dropped and he was told that he needed yet again another neck reset. And Oh my goodness, so he's done it before. He's done it before and the projection was starting to sink again and it got referred to me and I, uh, I started peering around the instrument and I looked inside with an endoscope and I see that there is a pretty substantial gap between the top plate and the upper block. And what isn't a gap is filled in with crazy amounts of wood fill. No. Yeah. So that joint is pretty crucial for keeping the neck, neck in check. Yeah. And so I, uh, I, I rather than rushing into a neck reset, I suggested that we make sure that that area is good and sturdy with the block. So I took let's, off. Uh, let's get rid of that wood fill. <laughs> make it actual wood. Exactly. So I, I got rid of that. And now there's just like a half can or a full can of wood fill all the way around that I'm getting rid of. And oh, my gosh. A little bit's okay, but a lot. Yeah, it's, it's no mm. bueno. Yeah. Wow. Well, I've got that that really yummy time, you know, when like. You have a bunch of customers work most of the time, which is great. And I'm not complaining because that pays the bills. Mm-hmm. But then then you get like that little window of a couple days and there's that project that's been like on the bottom of the shelf that you've been meaning to get to. You <laughs> want to do it for yourself and you like finally have a couple days and it's fun work. That's luxury right there. I am I am in that space right now and it's so that's awesome. cool. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to... Uh, Get this recorded and go to my workbench. I'm ready. That's fantastic. Well, guys out there, 
We've got a lot of feedback from this episode that we just recorded on neurosis. A lot of people reached out to us. People were into this episode and it got personal. So it's been a wild couple weeks. Um, I do have one quick edit before we get into that. Uh, when we were mentioning schools last time, in the last feedback episode, we left one out, an important one. That was the New World School of Violin Making up in Wisconsin. Many excellent people out of that program. Check it out. Yeah, it's uh, Brian Derber, I believe is his name. That's his program. Mm -hmm. And he recently put out a, a fairly extensive book on violin making. And yeah. so I imagine that anybody that goes there is going to get a very thorough education. Yeah. I'm hearing lots of people a lot over that book. Yeah. yeah. Wanting to have it in their library. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so our first feedback came from a fellow named Alex. And he just says, thanks to you and your guests for allowing yourself to be vulnerable and share. So much of what you describe in your episodes thus far are not limited to the luthier field, but much more raw human emotions. Hmm. Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I mean, th this podcast is about luthery, but I mean, we're all human, mm -hmm. except except for the robots among us. And uh, <laughs> the like, your coworker. Yeah, my my only employee Benoit, um, <laughs> who's been working on that 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 Woodfill problem. Anyway, uh, so it's, it's, yeah, it's not surprising that this is going to strike a chord with everybody. Yeah. And it's, it's good to, to talk about these things because we'll make it less of an issue and hopefully more people will get help. And that's fantastic. Yeah. And um, it reminded me, honestly, this episode jogged loose um, a lot of things that I'd kind of buried because mm. I, I started my company when it was just like a little tiny thing out of my house. And that was mm -hmm. over 15 years ago. Oh, wow. And I, the, the things that people describe the challenges at their workbench for me, it was, you know, trying to form this whole thing and then release it. And, and then I would have customers call and my, my moment of terror that sticks out was people would call me and I would know that on that other line, there could be a hundred different questions mm -hmm. that I didn't have the pitch worked out. I didn't like know exactly what to say. And I would get so worked up at the phone calls. And sometimes I would just like sit on my couch and look at that phone and not answer it because I was so overwhelmed. It was just that, that one extra thing that I didn't know that I could, I didn't feel like I could do. Um, so I, I had, I've absolutely had those battles. Um, it, it's not as scary now to be at a workbench, but all mm -hmm. of that, those early days of starting mm -hmm. this business. Whew, whew. <laughs> yeah. That's that in itself is a totally different struggle. And <laughs> I'm coming to it, uh, my own business from, I'll say the opposite side. I worked at a, a very large shop from a very young age. And so I got used to trying to be all things to all people when in reality it's just me and I'm offering a, a pretty, I'll say, limited set of services. And so particularly in the beginning, I was trying to accommodate people that you know, it'd just be better if I referred them to somebody else or um, trying to do too much and, and really not take into consideration not only the work that I was doing, but myself as well. And that, yeah. that, that becomes difficult because 
particularly in the beginning, you want to take on as much work as you can. So look at me, I'm busy. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it, it doesn't really help because you're not focusing on the stuff that pays the bills. And at least for me, it was uh, it was dragging me down because I was just trying to do too much. Yeah. So you're you're learning the strength of saying no. Yeah. <laughs> and it's scary at first, but in the end of the day, it's it's got a lot of power. And you're worried that people aren't going to call you back. But yeah. when it's the right job, they'll call you back. Yes. Yes. Uh, and you're doing well. You're still staying busy, even even saying no to some people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. We've got one more. This is from Robin. She's a nurse in St. Louis. And she said, the neurosis episode resonated so much with me and the ongoing challenge of what I am if I'm not contributing or working. And she goes on to talk about how life-changing it's been to cut back actually a little bit and, and find an exercise outlet, which leads me to the next one. This is uh, Stephen Burnett of Honey Tea and Maplewood Guitars. He actually had a whole lot to say. Mm -hmm. he, he basically said, this episode was like listening to my own brain. Uh, I was a graphic designer for 20 plus years before I took up building guitars I never lasted much longer than a few years at any given job because I just grew weary of that environment. I was kind of browbeaten into the mindset that if that you needed a career and, and you needed a nine to five thing to be normal, and it was just hell. Uh, later, he heard the anecdote of the famous luthier, Randy Parsons, who said, I woke up one morning and I wanted to build guitars. And Stephen said he had that lightning bolt moment then. But he goes on, it's not all perfect at the workbench. I didn't finish the headstock at the angle I really wanted to, so I must actually suck at this. That varnish isn't doing what I want to do. I, I must be horrible. It's relieving to hear that many others have experienced these kinds of thoughts as well. Oh, yeah. The more you know, the worse you are. <laughs> At least to yourself. 100%. So it's totally, totally relatable. And thank you for sharing that. So you're definitely not alone in that aspect. Yes. We're, we're in the, um, what is it, the low part of the bell curve? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, we had some anecdote about early on about how you think you know everything at the very beginning. Oh, sure. And then we're in the middle now. Yeah. Yep. <gasps> yep. yep. Okay. At this time, we'd like to take a moment to thank this episode's sponsor, Learning Trade Secrets. Learning Trade Secrets is a sweet, sweet, fine stringed instrument making and restoration program where students and professionals can come and focus on specific topics of making and restoration to further their education and skills. It's up in Ohio. Come for the cornfields. Stay for the continued education. Upcoming classes on May 12th to the 18th, they've got Bow Making 101. This is for the beginner who has some tool skills and rehearing experience, but who wants to know more about bows and how they're made. Rodney Moore is the instructor for the class. Uh, he's got years and years of experience. He's won literally tons of awards to the point where there are competitions which he cannot compete in anymore. Uh, yeah, he's also been he's also been a past president and judge for VSA competitions, and is a member of the American Federation of Violin and Bowmakers. The Federation. The Federation. May nineteenth through twenty fourth, LTS is offering violin setup: a systematic approach to setting up instruments with Tom Crowen. 
This course is for professional makers and repair people interested in refining their setup skills. Tom is also, oh my gosh, Jerry, I've run across this word a dozen times. Ors, <laughs> uh, I, I butchered this too. So Ors Concours uh, basically means he can't compete anymore. Okay. He's that good. He's Ors Concours. Uh, and he's been a workmanship judge for competitions and a past board member. Jerry, I'm going to this one. I'm excited for you. I'm it looks like it's going to be a really great, really great. Yes. Ooh, great class. <laughs> You've been barking at me for a while to really get my setup game going. I think so. Setup setup can make or break your shop. So guys, go visit learningtradesecrets.com for more info and available benches. Uh, this next one was pretty intense and mm -hmm. someone privately reached out to us and they made a good choice this week instead of a choice that would have left a hole in this community. Uh, for that person that reached out to us, thank you for making that choice. Thank you for reaching out to us. If the whole purpose of this podcast was for you, that's enough for us. Yes, thank you. And I want to remind, yeah, I want to remind all of you out there, please don't put the entirety of your purpose for living in what you can produce at the bench. It's good to take pride, uh, but but make sure there's more to it than that. And if you're feeling like there's nothing worth living for, please remember there is help out there. You don't have to feel this way alone. Um, there's suicide prevention hotlines and there's counseling available. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, this episode uh, meant a lot for us to do. Um, it, I think it was, as Chris said, it was, it was the episode that kind of started this all. Mm -hmm. And, um, we are so glad and so thankful for all of our listeners and especially for this one person who, um, thank you. That mm -hmm. means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, I, I, we do have a few other feedbacks that I just didn't get listed in this one that we'll, we'll get up for the next one. Um, but Jerry, we're going to go to the Freeman's auction in yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah. And I'm super excited. I just started the process of um, registering, mm -hmm. which feels very scary because they're like, send me your bank information. I'm not mm -hmm. sure to do that. But I guess they that means they mean it. If you want to buy like the hundred thousand dollar violin, there. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna make you buy it if you're gonna raise your hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's just to to make sure you're serious. Um, you know, it's one thing to say, "Look at me, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this," but uh, that way they know you've got some skin in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, the main reason I'm going may seem not the obvious reason to go to an auction, but of course, there are lovely instruments, but they're also lovely people. Really? And so, well, some, <laughs> yeah, because you're going to run into other people in the trade, in your field. And particularly, Philadelphia is a city that is rich with with some really fantastic people in this field. And I'm looking forward to running into them. And I think that you just sent us the link this morning that the, mm -hmm. um, the full list of things a bit up is, is up. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, uh, 
I I don't know what to expect. I've never been to an auction before, but uh, I'll fill you guys in and and let you know how it goes and try not to come back with a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> It gets expensive quick, so be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have bills to pay already. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, guys, tune in in two weeks where we will present to you Women at the Bench. Email us, mail at omopod.com. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Call the Omo phone, 240-686-5345. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. You got anything else? What like did we did we hit everything? I think we hit everything. I think it's okay. time to uh make like tartini and keep it trill. Nice. Mm. All right, guys. Have a good one out there. Bye. Bye. Invoke Sound plays our theme music.